Welcome to Noonia Business Podcast, episode 39, Five Things on Our Mind, with your hosts, Becca and Megan. We each have five things on our mind today, and we get together to suss them out. Megan wants to talk about mono, the music, not the illness. Becca has conflicted feelings on while you were sleeping, the K-drama, not the American movie. And we both want to know why the Korean entertainment industry makes it hard for us to Google things. BTS, Big Bang, help some fangirls out already. We also play a listener requested game, What Does BTS Smell Like? That's what you're in for today on Nunia Business. So, you're back. I'm home. Welcome I've home. returned. Our, I, as I've told you, my setup is a little bit in flux. But it'll work for now. I had Nate, when I was at Nate's, he had these, like, two massive computers because he edits film stuff on them. They're, like, huge and beautiful, and the resolution was amazing. And now I'm talking to you on my little iPad mini. (laughs) It's stacked on – I'm going to take a picture and send it to you. It's stacked on every book I own at the moment. (laughs) Yep. I'm going to send it to you. (laughs) I believe so. Um, yeah, so thanks again for, for doing this. I'm happy to be back and missed you. I'm still far away from you, but I'm closer to you. Yay. I love it. Do you have any, I'm terrible. I'm so out of it. Do you have any reassesses from last week? Oh crap. I totally did. What scares K-drama and K-pop Oh, that's right. Okay. I feel like I did have a let's reassess and I didn't write it down per use. (laughs) <laughs> and that is a problem. I feel like it's not so much a let's reassess, but revisit. Some of the stuff we talked about, I feel like we got a lot of feedback from people who were like, yes, I agree. I had that same experience with, um, we were talking, oh, it was about the pronunciation, criticisms over pronunciation. Yes. We had a ton of people reach out with some help for us to explain how to pronounce Jungkook's name. Um I've come to a realization that I can't say it right. I'm going to keep trying, but I, based on what they're telling me, I, I just have so much, I, it, it sounds right in my head. And then it's like, when I say it out loud, it sounds wrong. So I'm going to keep practicing. Um, but thanks to everybody who reached out and was really cool about it and, and helped us and gave us some good feedback. Also, thank you to one of our listeners who sent us an email, I believe it was Maria, and she put the subject line as like, don't worry, Megan, this isn't a mean email. Because I, I saw that email that made me <laughs> smile. I mentioned last week how I'm always like a little bit worried just because the internet can be kind of a negative place. I'm, I'm always worried we're going to open an email and it's just going to be somebody telling us that we stink. Um, so that was really funny and, and really cheered me up. So I appreciated that. So again, yeah, everybody, thanks for your emails. Thanks for your comments and letting us know some of our pronunciation questions. We're, we're working on it. Every day. I told yeah. you we had, I believe it was Lear, was giving us advice on how to pronounce Gong Yu. Gong Yu. And still, we've had three podcasts since then. And I'm like, hey, Gong Yu. I told you. <laughs> we, we're like from... If you're not from the U.S. and you've heard of the heartland, it's like the middle of the country, right? And the joke here in the U.S. about the heartland is that we're like, we all talk kind of funny. Like, you know, Midwestern, I feel like people kind of make fun of a Midwestern accent. It's very regional, but really it's like no accent. It's this completely unremarkable way of talking. (laughs) 
Um, it's the most we boring do, dialect of it's, English. It's around. very boring. It's got very like harsh syllables, and the way we say things sounds a little harsh. Uh, and it's just like, you know, you learn it and you can't lose it. So we're going to do our best. But sorry in advance, you got a couple Midwestern gals here and we have a very distinct way of saying things. And it is not always pleasant to the ears. You know what? We're here. We're trying. Do you ever think about the English language in general and how bonkers it is? Because Nate and I were having a conversation about we had eaten a large meal and I said, my body is revolting. And then I said, not like it's disgusting, like it's fighting back. And we <laughs> sat there for like 10 minutes like, wow, weird that the same word means those two things. Yes. Like, and then it was just like, English is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but also very nuanced and interesting. Okay, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. <laughs> You've got me thinking now about that. Revolting and Crazy revolting. Words. Revolting My body and revolting. is both revolting and That's, revolting. I'm sure I then made a joke of like, well, it's both, but <laughs> right now just consume too much dairy and it's not happy. <laughs> so anyway. Which I think is another Midwestern thing, but we'll save that for another day. Oh yeah, that's something <laughs> that's a lot to unpack for sure. Um did you I say you didn't have any? have any? Um, I do want to update everybody that uh, the day after we recorded our last podcast, I got an email from Amazon Prime wah, wah, saying that they were turning off the Drama Fever channel. <gasps> you just reminded me of something. Yes. Okay. My mom said to me a couple days ago, so does this mean we can't watch the Maid Tour Big Bang concert? Oh, Greg and, and I, I hadn't already even been thought over of that. This. Yes. The Maid series. I hadn't even thought of that. Drama Fever produced it. Right. So if anybody listening isn't sure what we're talking about, when Megan and I went and sat front row hmm, at the Big Bang concert three, four years ago, three years ago, mm -hmm. Drama Fever co-produced a live version of that concert. And after we came back, it was like my favorite thing to watch because they pumped it out quick. It wasn't like and it was months so later. Well done. It was, it was so, so well good. Done. The band knew exactly where the cameras were. They were like, it was like having Sungri in your face twenty four seven, which is all my dreams are made of. The best made, thing you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> pun intended. No pun intended. Of. And um, yeah, I think it's gone. I don't know where else you could possibly find that. I, I feel like there has to be an outlet where they'll release it some other way because I, I don't, again, I, I feel like Why this is such a money on that. Exactly. Yeah, it was like gonna... such a huge, huge investment. And then technically the only money they would have made on it would have been from subscriptions. I'm assuming because I didn't, I, that I know of, there's no other way to buy it. So I have never, I haven't checked iTunes or anything. I don't know if you can download it somewhere. Um, but I have I, when my mom said that, I was just like, oh, like straight to the heart. I hadn't even thought of that. I thought of all those other shows that they helped produce, had not thought of the made concert. So if anybody knows anything, if you know that if there's a way to watch it or an outlet where we can watch it, let us know, because that truly is one of our favorite things. It was, it was such a well done uh, concert, mm -hmm. like both the concert and the video of the concert were really great. So <sighs> my heart is broken 
I'm so sorry that the Amazon thing didn't stop working. That sucks. That's all right. It's no big deal. I was just on episode 11 of 12 of my show. Not a big deal. Don't need to know how it ends. Was it my idea is Gangnam Beauty? Yes. Gangnam Gangnam Beauty. Oh, you only had one left. I had one episode left and I'm... There's got to be bitter about it. that one. I can't feel that bad, though, because I've had several listeners reach out and say that they were just starting great shows. Like, one of our listeners had just started Healer and was really starting oh. to get into it. And I was like, oh. And she had, like, three other great classic shows that she was Healer? just starting to get into. And they're gone. Healer, pop- Healer popped up on Vicky. <gasps> oh, all right. Everybody. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure because I was scrolling through trying to find something to watch, which we're going to talk about that later. And I'm, I'm almost pot. I'm like 99% sure I saw Healer. Okay. Cause I considered restarting it. So today's episode, we are going to just chat. Let's chat. It's kind of been it's a been long a while. Week. Megan's been, yeah. Megan's been coming back home. I've had a lot on my plate and you've been busy lately. And, baby, so. and and there's a uh, bunch of little on. miscellaneous things that I feel like we haven't really gotten a chance to address. Yeah. So, so this is going to be very similar to our Let's Chat episode and our 10 random topics. We're like combining mm-hmm. the two. So I have five things I'm dying to talk to Megan about. Hopefully you have five things you want to talk to me about. Let's just yes. go back and forth and get these off our chest. Let's dig in. Do you yes. want to go first you go, or do you want me to I go want first? You, to, you go first. All right. I got a couple things I really need to get off my chest and talk to you about. Number one is... I started while you were sleeping. Okay, I've seen this one. Okay, you're you're ready. You're prepared ready. to answer I'm my question. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Loving it. Mm-hmm. However, I never ever understood the appeal. I'm gonna say his name wrong. Of Lee Jung Suk. Jung Suk. Yeah. Yes. I've never, ever understood the appeal of the man because I thought, I thought I had never seen him in anything before. So I Googled him and was like, wait, he's been in a few shows I've seen, but I don't remember him being in those shows. He was in Secret Garden. He was in Secret Garden, which, who was he? I don't remember what he character played, he was. You remember there's like a gay character that Asuka yes. like discovers? That was him. The singer. I, that does, I remember that character vividly, and it's, I don't it's remember funny that being him. That's that storyline seemed like it should be such a big part of the show because it like had a famous actor in it, and it was like a compelling storyline. And I feel like we're gonna have to recap Secret Garden someday, but I feel like it was like, what? Why was that even here? I feel like it paid. It did nothing to further the plot, like at all. But I anyway, I remember that. But then he was also in Weightlifting Fairy. He was, oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember him being. Did that you just either. make a cameo? Was it a cameo? Maybe. He was one of the top billed people, I think, when I googled it. I'm so confused. So anyway, I have no idea what he was. I in feel that. bad because I know he's a very loved actor in South Korea, and mm-hmm. I've never understood the charm or appeal. Mostly because I refuse to watch Pinocchio. Don't hate me. I just don't like the lead actress. I do not like her. I try really hard. I've seen her in a lot of shows. Oh, I feel bad. I'll give it a try someday, maybe. But um, nah. So when I started this show, I was like, all right, I have nothing against this guy. Let's give it a shot. Let's see if I like him. I'm starting to understand the appeal of this guy. I mean, it's really starting to get under my skin, and I'm only on episode three. And also, I did not realize until I Googled him, his, Googled his name, 
that the lead actress was Susie. How did I not know yeah. that that was her? Yes. And you know, it's funny. Great. Yes. I feel like I want to dislike her because she's so beautiful and amazing. And I just can't. I just love her. I think oh, she's geez. so captivating. I have such conflicted feelings on her because I loved Miss A a lot. I a lot. Yeah. And they disbanded now. They're no longer a group. But there were two other members of the group that I adored. And I thought Susie got like all the love and attention. So I was kind of bitter about it. So I'm like, these other two are, well, they're all great. But there's the two other members that I just was drawn to. And like, I follow them on Instagram. I love them so much. And so I was always kind of like, oh, you know, it's like you got a really good friend yeah. who you think is awesome. But like, she has a friend that outshines her. And you're like, all why the are you outshining yes. her? I don't understand it. I so do. I, I didn't want to like her, that. but she's great. I love and her I, in the show. And I didn't really know Miss A that well. Like I knew a couple of their songs. So I've only kind of known Susie as an actress. And it was it was a similar thing where I was like, what's the big deal with Susie? Why is everybody so obsessed with Susie? And it's not that I even think she's like an amazing actress. I think she's a good actress. But I also just find her deeply likable. Mm -hmm. And I like her character in While You Were Sleeping. And I'm with you, Jungsook. I never was especially drawn to him or interested in watching anything. I started watching one of his shows, W. And he was, it was fine, but like it didn't really capture my attention. So I've never been super drawn to him. But I had the same experience where while you were sleeping, I was like, oh, this is why people like him. He mm -hmm. is really charming and he looks good in a suit. Let me tell you, uh, sign, sign me up. Sign me up for well, that potluck. I will bring how, a dish. How far in are you? Uh, I just started episode three. And I fell asleep so about you met five minutes into it. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. Story of my um, life. I had pretty hardcore second male lead syndrome for Jung Hae-in. But that's also partially because it was him. I don't... Mm. The, the cop. Have you met the cop yet? No. No. <gasps> Becca. <laughs> Becca. No, I don't think so. Oh so my the episode I just so started, you, the preview is seen him. his brother is going to go to jail. Or he had a dream that his brother yes. was being picked up by the cops. Yes. So is this yes. is this where this cop comes in? I don't remember. I don't remember. Interesting. You, so I, I have more I'm to look fairly, forward to. I thought yes. the second male lead was like the bad prosecutor guy that she dated and I was like no honey what are you doing with him oh my god I forgot all about him have some self-respect seriously that is one of those things where it's like a less reassessed where we're like okay wait why did she ever date him he yeah. is a nasty person Ladies. she's like very bad guy better than this he he remains a big part of the plot so I watched this one when it was airing so I'm I, if I say something wrong, I apologize, but I, I think Hayen's going to show up pretty soon. And he is, he has to, he is, <laughs> I mean, like I, it is some solid second male leading going on. Cause he is like that character who is just perfect, but it's not in a way that it's like at odds with the main guy. Cause the main guy isn't like a huge jerk or anything either. And he's got like, he's got like this whole little push and pull thing. But um, yeah, I'm I'm eager to hear how this all plays out for you because I was it was a, it was a big second male lead situation for me for sure. But I really liked the show. I thought it was very good. Also, one of our favorite older actors shows up like at the end of the show, and you will be delighted to see him. 
Which is, oh, don't tell me. I don't. No spoilers. I won't. I won't. You'll you'll know. You'll know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab both those nuggets and put them in my back pocket. Yes. So I got save a good them for later. Lead coming, and one of my favorite older actors. Yeah, I wish I could remember when the second lead shows up, but it can't be. It can't be that much longer. It has to be soon. It's got to be this episode. If come yeah, on, second male lead isn't in it by episode three or four. Then are they even a second male lead? Yeah, where you're like, what? You <laughs> what are you just paying? Throw for? this at me halfway through. <laughs> also, Susie's wardrobe. I was like very into her wardrobe in this show. It was very She's like stunning. winter chic, stunning. She How is dare so beautiful. you wear nerdy glasses and look that beautiful? And yeah. And yeah, just make me feel terrible about myself. Yeah, it's the story of my life again. <laughs> this is part two of the story of my life. Well, I'm excited. Thank you. Uh, especially some of our listeners have been saying since day one, like, how have you not watched while you are sleeping? So thank you. I'm so sorry. Nobody's sleeping. Who's sleeping? What is the name of the show? Um, is it just because they, they sleep and these dreams come to them? Yes. Yes. Okay. I yes. think I keep thinking of the the rom com while you were sleeping. Like I was expecting her to like get knocked out. Greatest rom com ever. She gets in that car accident and then she like wakes up from a coma. And I was like, so everything must have happened while she was just sleeping. <laughs> I I wish it had just been a K drama remake of the like nineteen ninety two film <laughs> I were sleeping because I adore that movie. And would kill to see it remade. Especially if the lead was still Bill Pullman. <laughs> Bill Pullman. Man, he was like in every movie when I was young. I thought Bill Pullman and Michael Keaton were like the two biggest stars on the planet. And Steve Gutenberg. It was like those three. I was like, these are like the biggest movie stars on the planet because they were in everything I happened to see. Oh, all right. So that was my first one. What do you What do you got for me? Um, so I wanted to address the massive waterfall of BTS content that is drowning fans. I'm gonna tell you right now, I've not kept up with any of it. You you could tell me that they are all presidents of South Korea now, and I'd be like, that seems plausible. It is no idea if you're telling me the truth. I honestly feel like, and I'm like pretty obsessive about it. I feel like I'm behind on everything. Um, but I've had a couple people mention that they wanted us to chat a little bit about mono. So I don't know if you've gotten a chance to listen that to it I very have much. To many times. So yes. I'd love to talk about that. Um, cause like, again, I, like I said, a lot of our listeners have, have been writing to us about it, but in addition to mono, which we'll talk more about, they had the Steve Aoki song and a video is supposed to come out for that. The airplane part two video came out. They had a Puma fan sign. They, there was an award show. They won like 11 awards. Um, Jungkook did his um, collaboration with Charlie Puth, which if you're a BTS fan, you know he is a huge Charlie Puth fan, so that was very beautiful. They performed like four different songs. It was so much happening. So much happening. Even I, who am just a voracious consumer who can never be full, was like... I'm exhausted. <laughs> Probably because it also fell in a week of elections in the U.S. So, like, my two separate, like, filters were both overloaded, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But so there's so much going on. It's all great. Um, let's talk about mono because I know people are curious let's talk about, about mono. I had it when I was in high school. It knocked me out for three solid weeks. <laughs> Girl, I had it when I was five years old was the first time I got mono. I got it again in college recently found out the guy that gave it to me also gave it to another girl 
she has become like a film director and has a movie on Netflix. And all I have is mono in my system forever. <laughs> like, well, and you it. have the mono BTS playlist or the RM. And playlist. I have RM's playlist mono. Which honestly, so really, I'm the luckier of the two. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All so right, you liked it? Did it. you like it? I did. I felt right away. So you know me. I'm pretty honest. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you about stuff if I don't like it right away. I loved it right away. I felt like I. You know, you ever had it, like, for me, it was in college. I had a lot of guys that I thought were cute or I was interested in, but, like, we never got off the ground, never really pursued them. But it was, like, I feel like every guy in college, the thing was to, like, make the girl that you're crushing on a playlist or, like, a mixtape. Oh, girl. A mix We're the luckiest generation because we lived with mixed CDs. It was so great. And so I felt like I was listening to, like, a very personalized playlist that somebody had made for me and I just I I sat down I was lucky enough to be able to listen to it from start to finish with no interruptions whatsoever wow and I felt very like warm I felt like it was like a rainy day outside and I was cuddled in the warmth of a blanket with like love overflowing because somebody that I know and personally care about made me this great personalized playlist that's how I felt and I I was like, like wait a minute what's even like when's he been doing all this Oh, seriously. And I think comforting is the best word for it because it felt like a person who understands what it's like to be lonely talking to another person who understands what it's like to be lonely and telling them it's okay to feel lonely. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. That's what I was going to say. Almost like melancholy, but in a very hopeful, comforting way. Not not depressing. Yeah. 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 Melancholy, not depressing. It was it was definitely like a like a little musical journey where I felt like things were like going up and down and I was experiencing a lot of different, different moods, but it was all very cohesive. It still felt like the like the same story. It felt like a little story. It felt like reading a book or something because it, it I don't know it felt really connected, but like everything was was building on whatever had come before. And there are definitely songs that stood out to me, and I haven't even looked up the lyrics to most of the songs yet which is very unlike me. I just felt like I didn't really need to. I felt like I understood what he was saying. Yeah, I'm still that way, though, with <clears throat> there's still several songs, especially that came out on the last album that I have not looked up the lyrics to. And everybody's like, look up mm-hmm. the lyrics. And I just keep thinking, like, no, I don't want to. Like, I feel like I love the way that song makes me feel right now. And then when maybe that wears off, then I'll look up the lyrics. And I'm sure it will mean something totally different or it will just enhance the way I had felt about that song. Yeah, Does that make sense? this is yes. And it's funny because this was an arg- not an argument, but a discussion I had with Nate while I was in L.A. because he is genuinely trying to understand like my passion for for K-pop and specifically for BTS, because I think he like wants to like BTS and just hasn't gotten into it. This is actually on my list to talk about later. But part of his complaint is like he loves lyrics and he doesn't understand what they're saying. And I it's hard to explain to him like, yeah, but that's part of why I like it. Mm-hmm. Is because I don't need to know what they're saying. We and we've talked about this so many times before. It's just there's something like so beautiful about it. I can understand what's what's being being put forward without having to know what they're saying. I don't mm-hmm. know. So I felt I did feel like um, there were. Did you have a favorite song? Um. Do I have to pick a favorite song? I don't know if you I don't. can pick a favorite song. You don't have to. Um, the standouts for me, I really like Tokyo. I really like Soul. I really liked Everything Goes, Forever Rain. I like them all, 
but bad buy is like the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I feel like as a, as a country, as a nation, as a world, we are not talking about bad buy enough because it is like magnificent. It, it was so unexpected and so unlike anything I've heard in music ever. I was blown away. It was like, it was so cool. It was so different. And I'm, I listened to it over and over and over. I love that great. one. Yeah. The whole thing. But honestly, like I said, from start to finish, I just felt like I was on, yeah, like a journey, like a journey and, with a friend, a journey through loneliness that was not depressing. Yeah. No, it was like experiencing it, letting yourself feel it. And that's good. I feel like I'm saying like, feel all the things you're feeling. It's okay to feel all the things you're feeling. And I think that goes back to the fact that you can just see how much he's grown up in the last few years and how introspective he seems and how uh, good he is at articulating thoughts and feelings that sometimes I think, at least for me, I try to repress so that I don't have to deal with them or feel them. And I feel like he was just with this, like, no, we're just going to feel it all. We're just going to let us, we're just going to feel it. And I'm going to put it out there. That's very brave and very cool and very comforting. Yeah. I loved it. It was like a one. special present. Like, we, what did it we was. do to deserve this? It definitely. And, and then there was like the great lyric videos that came out, which are also great. I haven't and watched music any video. Of them. They're really neat. The soul one is cool. It's just like little snapshots of soul and it's really fun to watch. And then he did a proper music video for Forever Rain and it's animated and it's really cool. When you, when you get a second watch it, it's, it's, um, it feels like he's, it just felt like you witnessed him growing or like you've, like we were ushered into a new chapter of his life and he's sharing it with us. That's how it feels. I love that. It was a very mid twenties way to feel for, for anybody who's been through your mid twenties. I feel like it is, it, it felt to me the way that I felt that whole time, which is like, where the heck am I going? Mm-hmm. What, what even am I doing? I have no idea where, what comes next. Little did I know that that mid twenties feeling would last well into my early thirties. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> so I like to refer to that period of my life as like my quarter life crisis, because I honestly do feel that that's what I was going through. Mm. What they don't tell you about your quarter life crisis though, is that it kind of lasts until your mid thirties. <laughs> yes. It's like You're, a 10 year mid year crisis. You, you get like, like thrown into adulthood around 24, 25. And then you're like, okay, well, these are the three or four years I have to figure it out. You can't figure it out in three or four years. <laughs> I know people who are like 16 years old and haven't figured it out. So maybe that's what's comforting about it is seeing somebody begin that journey and being like, oh, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here now and being on the same page as me. <laughs> and I love that what the, the feeling that I ended up walking away with was here's a person who has achieved massive success by outside standards. Now I'm learning as I age that outside success and popularity and fame really equate to about Jack squat. Yes. Internally, especially if you're not allowing yourself to love and play and explore and pursue your own passions. So to me, it was kind of comforting to feel like this person that I look up to and has achieved so much in his life still experiences the same gosh darn things that I, I experienced and yeah. that sometimes I still experience. So that was I agree. relatable. Yeah. Another I, gift. He, he is a very fascinating, captivating person. And I feel like as corny as it sounds – being privy to these moments of what seems like internal growth feels very exciting. 
It feels very exciting and reinforces all the reasons that we always talk about for loving being a part of this fandom and, and for caring so much about their music because it does, they've, they share so much of themselves with us. And again, could it all be an act? Sure. I really don't think that it is. And that mm-hmm. feels so good. And, and again, I just keep coming back to that feels so comforting. That was but, yeah. So um, mono, that was, that was mono. It was fantastic. All right, so okay. my next topic actually fits really well with this. And don't hate me. I have been taking, like, a BTS break. And I can't see it ending, like, for another week. I just That's need fair. a little space. I feel bad. I love Mono. But it was like that one day I woke up and I was just like, why is the internet freaking out? Why is Twitter on fire? And it was like all this stuff happened. And I was like, I just can't today. I just, I just yeah. can't. I'm not – I don't have – physical or emotional or mental capabilities to keep up with all of this right now so I'm going to just enjoy it I don't want to like I just sometimes I just feel like I get it they're giving and I love that but it's like I can't drink out of a fire hose guys like right I would like a calm that's little a good stream, way to say it you know that that it, it is it is it can be stressful it can be stressful it's like mm-hmm. keeping up with the Joneses where it's like I I can't keep up with the other fans and I already feel like I'm behind sometimes and so it is stressful. We actually had one of our other people that we email with, gosh, I'm totally blanking on who it was, was saying that keeping up with BTS is like a second full-time job. And it's true. I mean, like I'm unemployed right now and I can't keep up with BTS. So I don't, I don't begrudge you that. Probably okay. it would be like a very healthy thing for me to take a little break from BTS. However, I'm not into health. <laughs> I'm just into indulging my uh, <laughs> desires. So I'm still fully in. So you know what? This is good because you can take a break, step back for a little bit. And then when you're ready to come back, whenever that is, I will fill you in. I will be Thank here you. to give you the, awesome. give you the deeds. Yeah. No, I always feel so bad because I always text you and I'm like, Megan, and it's not just BTS related. Some of my favorite conversations I've ever had with you have been like, can you please explain? Oh my God. <laughs> the Taylor Swift Kanye fight to me in 30 seconds because I don't know what happened. I don't know why I should care. And I don't know what everybody's talking about. <laughs> that was that was like a couple years ago when she when he released that album, heard that song, Famous, and he called Taylor Swift uh, a name. And then she was like, I never said, yeah, how dare you call me that? And he was like, No, you told me I could. And then Kim Kardashian like released a message from them. And I remember I was hanging on every word of that fight and Becca literally was like what's going on and I was like please let me tell you it is crazy but even sent me a compelling thread of gif sets just like that's how he did this and she reacted this way and it was like my pop culture breakdown in 30 seconds and so I feel like I do that to you all the time though because I'm like can you please explain the Ariana Grande madness that is happening right now. Or can you please explain why every why every army on the earth is freaking out today? And thank you mm-hmm. for I'm making so happy me feel to be young. that person for you. <laughs> so happy to be that person for you. I, although I will say, like in general, I feel like, and maybe it is just the last couple of years have been very volatile in the United States, especially politically. There's a lot of divisive language there's a lot going on it's very overwhelming and we were just talking earlier about how we just I just want to take a break from everything I don't want to hear anything I don't want to know what's happening in the world because it's like every day I wake up to some new horrible story and running away from it is not the way to handle it but man do I want to some days just here's what I'm doing I have been and maybe this is why I've been like an emotional wreck this week but I have been 
trying very hard to minimize the nastiness that I'm seeing on a daily basis. Cause again, it's like an assault I'm not asking for. I log into social mm. media or the internet and it's like all these clickbait headlines of something terrible that's happened or some horrible insult that somebody high up in our government has said about a group of people that I think is totally inappropriate or whatever you want to say. Um, I just, I'm so sick of seeing it. And I'm like, there, I know there's good in the world. I know there is. So I've been like actively trying to seek avenues that put forth good messages and can I share one, you guys? Yes. It, like, had me on the ground questioning everything. So I'm, like, running around. I'm a mom, job, busy. Busy is a word I always use and I hate using. I don't think that's a productive word at all. And I recently read this book. And in the book, the woman talks about a friend of hers is a videographer. And she had gone over to his house for dinner. And she was like, what'd you do today? And he's like, well, a really good family friend of ours is dying of cancer. and He does not have a lot of time left. And so he hired me to do some video work for him. And she was like, oh, what did he like? What did you do? And he's like, well, I really didn't know what I was expecting. And when I got over there, he was fully dressed in a suit. And he's like, I just was like, what are we what are we doing? Like, why am I here? And he had he hired his friend to record him giving wedding toasts for all of his kids because he knew he wouldn't be alive for their weddings. And I was just like, it like knocked me off my feet hearing that story. And I was like, this is the, like, I'm sitting here worrying about the stupidest things or worrying about somebody I don't even know that's really famous saying terrible things about groups of people that I think is just wrong beyond belief. And it's like, there really are good people out there. Like this man, this man, his whole world all of a sudden is just about like leaving a legacy and leaving love and leaving, leaving positivity and leaving these great stories and letting everybody know how much he loves and appreciates them. And so this week for me has just been like a transformative week of trying to seek out those positive, positive stories of like love and acceptance and happiness. And that's where I've been this week. So there's good out there, guys. There is. <laughs> I know and it's I feel hard, but there is. That, man, I mean, this isn't comparable in this. It's not the same thing, but I feel like for me, that's why I do value and not to keep bringing them up, but BTS is because I do feel like in general, they're such a positive force in my life that like mm -hmm. I read some terrible news story that makes me sick to my stomach and then it's like cleanse with BTS. Like yes. then I, I remember something great about them. Which, if you don't mind me transitioning, go a for bit, it, please. This is a good transition because um, I'm getting a, like a little overdosed on the fan wars that are starting again because it's like award season. And again, Becca and I have said before we don't really necessarily understand the ins and outs of all the voting and how all of that works. So we're coming from an outsider's perspective, but I feel like the all these like really angry complicated battles between different fandoms really turn such a positive good thing into such a negative sad like kind of scary thing and it's so upsetting to me and i i mean like am i gonna stop them no i can't stop them people have been having fan wars for many many years but like gosh it really it really puts a damper on stuff when you're like how are we representing these people that we claim to care about so much? It sucks. It's, and it's like 
You get really, really nasty. And of course, Sarah and I were chatting on Twitter where it's like we hear all these things that are happening and we don't even know like if they really happened because people are very, um, I mean, it's the internet. There's like, you don't need proof. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you, just, you just put it out there. But it does seem like it's like, man, I'm begging you guys. The world is messed up and divisive enough as it is. Let's all come together on this one thing where it's like, it's okay if you like some different group than me. We talked about this last week. I just saw it really heavily this week. The fan the fan battles were like out of control. And after we talked about it last week, I was like, yeah, I don't really see it that much. No. It's like as soon as the first award show hit, then everybody was up in arms. And it's like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> this is a lot to take when you're trying to just find an escape and like indulge in something that makes you happy and is positive. And then it's like, never mind. Everyone's yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Enough, guys. Enough. Enough. Do you, do you want me to bring us up on a positive note? Yes. <clears throat> All right. So I told you I really, really like Nisei. Yes. I did. Love them. The other girl group I was obsessed with was Sistar. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I think she's kind of gone off on her own right now. But I am developing like a major not developing this has been ongoing for a long time and I'm just finally getting comfortable enough to verbalize it I have the biggest girl crush ever on Hyo Lin who's like the lead oh my gosh you guys I'm obsessed obsessed it's h-y-o-r-i-n she is phenomenal singer phenomenal dancer her looks make me question my own sexuality like she is Stunning. And then she's one of the few Korean idols, I guess I'll call her an idol, who is like really pushing the boundaries of like Korean beauty standards. Like she's almost always tan, which you never see. She has a giant cross tattoo on her midriff, like a huge cross tattoo. And it shows in like every single music video. Oh yeah, like, I see, I see it. Yeah, I feel like she's like really pushing some boundaries. And I just think as a She's just a she boss. I love her. I'm I'm in love with this with this singer. I think she is so phenomenal, and she's been doing all these tours. I highly recommend following her on Instagram because she she has some really fun videos and stuff. But I'm gonna follow her girl right crush. Now. I feel like I just need to need to get off my chest. But I've been a big fan of hers for a long time, and I never know. Like I always feel like it's so appropriate for us to gush about like the guy groups we like and give props to like the women that we think are strong and we like them because they're doing whatever. But I honestly feel like if I can gush over how hot a guy is, I should be able to gush over how oh. hot a girl is. And she's gorgeous. You know what? I agree. I would be happy to gush over some hot girls soon because there are so many, like, especially idols where you're just like, you are so like physically, physically striking. Like, I can't, I can't. And like so powerful on screen and on stage. And it's like overwhelming how hot, what dang it what's her name well let's what we've got to put like a pin in this a little bit because i would love to do an episode where we just talk about like it's beyond the woman crush wednesday it's just like check out these hotties mm-hmm. man i'm not gonna be able to think of her name anyway there's a, a she's a solo artist and she had like a whole bunch of hits this summer and i don't know why i'm blanking but i finally watched her videos and i was just like <laughs> i like blown away by how how cool she is how talented she is she's super gorgeous she's smoking hot 
don't remember. And that's the thing. But- I feel like maybe, maybe again, because I'm an older fan. I don't know. But I feel like when I was younger, it would be like, I would see somebody like this and just be overcome with envy or just hardcore nasty jealousy. And I don't feel this way about this particular singer. A lot of them, like even like IU is just stunning and beautiful and talented. But I never look at them and think like, God, I wish I was you. I, I just look at them and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that a person can look like that. Like, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I do feel like maybe like it, with age comes a certain level of like, this is this is what it is this is who I am. I'm never going to look like these women. So I'm just going to appreciate how they look because they look amazing. And quite frankly, I don't want to have to put in time and effort that it takes to look like them. It takes too much time and effort this takes. And this is like, like we're talking mid-range beauty. Yeah. I I don't have any more time and energy to put into it. I described my look today as like, or like my makeup look today as like, um, the, like the minimum of what it takes to not look dead. (laughs) Cause when I wake up, it's like very borderline zombie. And I had somebody say to me one time, something like, Oh, I love that you don't wear that much makeup. And I'm like, no, I wear tons of makeup. I have so much makeup on just to look alive every day. It's like all the makeup. Just to look semi-healthy? Just so that, yeah, and I've said this many times, just so someone doesn't ask me, are you sick? Oh my God, are you sick? No! <laughs> this is just how I look. Um, I think yeah, you're I like that. Cold, we- or cold, cold stone stunner. I girl, same. You look amazing. <laughs> I I also feel like we should we need to do a little more appreciation for the girl groups because we've said many we've threatened many times that we would. Actually, you know who I have like a massive crush on is Sulji Sulgi from Red Velvet. Mm, well, yeah, pick she's, well. She's one who like every time she comes on screen, I'm like, <gasps> like oh my heart's beating because she's so. She has such presence and she's so beautiful and she can sing so well. And like, I just love her look. I love the way she looks and she has like, it's that presence where you can't really put it into words. Like this is a star. Yeah. I love her. Honestly, anymore, anytime I see any photo or any video of Blackpink, I'm like, all right, girls. Oh my God. I I don't listen to them that much. I've heard their, like their singles, but Lisa, like the minute I saw Lisa, I was like, this is the cutest girl I've ever seen in my life. I'm obsessed oh, I with love her. them all. I I love them all. Like I, I, I it's one said, of those things where like you tell me any video and I'll tell you what they're wearing. Like I really am starting to get into that black that black pink train and uh, Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think I would no. like them cuz they're so young, but hey, the heart wants what the heart wants. It's a, the that's body our motto wants here. To dance to what the body wants to dance to. That is our motto here on Nunia pink. Business for sure. Yep. All right, what else you got? Um, my, my biggest complaint right now is the show hole. I'm in a show hole. Oh, no. I've started a couple things and I've liked them, but there's nothing that even like really on the horizon that I'm especially looking forward to. So this is mostly just a really quick plea. If there's anything you guys know, it's coming out pretty soon. Let me know just so I have something to live for. <laughs> Cause I just have nothing really like nothing's tickling my fancy. Is that the saying? Tripping my trigger, that's violent. <laughs> Nothing is 
pulling nothing your rope. Is exciting. Nothing's pulling <laughs> pulling my tail. I don't know. I'm 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 just looking for something. So someone help. Uh, although on the horizon there is chatter that Run BTS will return soon. So well, that's good. Maybe I'll follow and start up. watching one. <laughs> Part of me never wants you to, and then, like, someday I want to, like, lock you in a cabin for, like, 48 hours straight and make you watch them all with me for the first time. Got it. Like, if I ever get engaged and I have a bachelorette party, that's what it's going to be. It's just going to be you and me in a secluded area watching all of Run BTS. Let's do it. God, that sounds like mm-hmm. a great bachelorette party. Let's right? That's actually, all I want to do. Let's go to that great Korean spa in Chicago that we keep saying we're going to go to and we never King do. King Spa. Mm-hmm. Let's go to that great Korean barbecue restaurant that we've been to. Mm-hmm. And then let's go back to the spa, pull up your iPad, and just watch it all night. Can we spend the night all there like they do in Korea? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can spend the night. I've never, I haven't researched it enough. I'll just I check mean, into that. Flat, flashing up green at them, I bet you can do just about anything. <laughs> You know, us VIP types. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, do you know who we are? My, We're uh, no one. Middle-income um, family in the Midwest. <laughs> I'm unemployed. <laughs> I want to point out that I just, like, was drinking coffee and chasing it with Coke. Like, I was, like, I took a drink of coffee and then I chased it with a drink of Coke. I, if I have a beverage near me, which I have to have something to drink near me all the time, but if there's one near me, I, like, can't help I have to drink it. Just wanted to point out that I know that that was weird. You're a champion, Megan. I don't think that's it. <laughs> All right. My next thing, real briefly, real, real briefly. I got to episode 11 of my ID is Gangnam Beauty. Do I need to search out 12 illegally? Anybody who's finished that show? Uh, honestly, it was kind of getting bored at the end. I was like, I get it. You're happy. Common problem it. with K dramas, I feel like it's that twelve or that last episode is almost unnecessary, like sixty percent of the time. See, but I'm only you know me. I'm a finisher. I don't study. You are. You have finish. to finish and it. It's bothering me that it's hanging over my head. I understand that. I understand that. I want to be able to suffer through this. Let me suffer. <laughs> Man, you're so different from me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's about to get painful. No. <laughs> I will not subject myself to this. <laughs> so um, that was my fourth thing. What do you got? Yeah. Um, my fourth thing was, again, really briefly, because it kind of leads into my fifth, so maybe we'll just do this as one. Um, I feel like I just wanted to talk about that nervousness that I feel whenever I'm trying to introduce someone new to K-pop or K-dramas. I get, like, I wonder if anybody else has this experience, but I get, like, physically uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and I think it's because I'm so hopeful that they're going to like it and not just dismiss it that I get nervous where it's like I feel like I'm showing them something I made and I'm waiting to be criticized for like something that I made now I say this because this happens whenever I show it to anybody like I'm sure I felt that way when I first asked you to watch a k-drama or you first said you were gonna watch k-drama and I got like very nervous that you weren't gonna like it um but you did and often people aren't that like rude about it if they don't like it but Nate like I said was like I'm ready for you to try to explain BTS to me because we had dinner with our friend Janelle who went to the Big Bang concert with us, became like a total fan of Big Bang. She became a huge winner fan, huge icon fan, recently has become a really big BTS fan. And she and I were like fangirling and talking about it and having like these great conversations. And Nate was there. And finally, the day before I left uh, to come back, he was like, okay, let's just show me like all the stuff. And then I want to feel it. And he just like doesn't get it. He just, I can't get him into it. 
And and I think that generally speaking, it's partially because he just isn't really into pop music. And I feel like they're a pop group. They are like they do popular music. They do dance music. They do stuff that you'd hear on the radio. And Nate's like a hipster, like indie. He has great music taste and he can appreciate some pop music. But like I kept showing him songs and it was like like slam dunk home run songs like Blood, Sweat and Tears, Save Me. Songs that I'm like. How can you not think this is the greatest song in the entire world? And he was just not biting. He just didn't like them. He's That's like, so this hard. is so generic. I know it is. And it was like, and he was like, I, don't be mad at me that I don't like him. And I'm like, I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed because it's so fun to share this with people. Um, so I feel like more just like bummed out, I guess. But I'm not mad now. To close this off, I will say he did try and he sat there for like two or three hours and just watched stuff with me. And he was like, I like them as people. I like who they are. I just can't get into the music. And he couldn't get into the videos, which shocked me because I think their videos are incredible. Now, then I played for him mono and he was like floored, like totally loved it. And he loves RM also. He, he was very, even as we were watching the BTS stuff, he was like, there's just something about RM that I love. I think he's great. So that felt good. And and again, he like he's like, I understand why people like it. I just don't like it. And it was such a bummer. It was such a bummer. Because Nate and I are like almost always on the same page about everything. Except the movie La La Land. That was our last big fight. I <laughs> effing hated that movie. And Nate loved that movie. Nate I would love that movie. Oh my God. I hated it so much. And I'm gonna I, that's a totally unpopular opinion. I know people love that movie. Ask me why I hated it. I'd be happy to talk through it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so that's all. I just, that was on my mind. And I had like texted you like, it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel so you. I just because it's to... like, you want to be able to, it's just one more thing that makes you so happy that you're like, mm-hmm. I just want to share this happiness that I'm feeling with you. So when, yeah, like when it doesn't make them happy or they don't understand how you can be happy from it. It's, I don't know. There's just, it does. It's disappointing. And he said that too, where he's like, I feel really bad that, this one thing that is like your everything is the one thing you like that I don't really like. It's like, well, you know, we can't all be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And then we called my mom and she was like, you're dumb. BTS is great. (laughs) He was like, like, I just don't like them. And she's like, well, you should. (laughs) I just have you. I don't have anybody else. You always have me. And you have Jeff. (laughs) Jeff is there for us too. That's true. But um, my mom and Nate both did agree they like Big Bang better than BTS. And I'm like, I can't pick. It's like choosing my favorite child. Anyway, those are my, those are my four and five. What do you got for your, your fifth one? All right. My last fifth one is, it's not a complaint. It's just kind of a disappointing statement. So I love Winner. Love Winner. Love Icon. So many groups right now that I'm really starting to get into. Monsta X is great. Mm-hmm. But I've started to go back into, like, the winter archives, and there used to be five members. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to really appreciate how great it was when there was five members. And I feel like I missed, like, a big part of their childhood, and I'm really sad about it. Is that weird? No, that makes sense. It was, like, they're, I mean, it's not that they're a different band now, but it is just, like, a different experience. Um, and they've released some stuff since... Nam Taeyeon, was that his name? Left. Um, but there was something really magical about them as that five-person unit. They it just, they, uh, put, it just makes me sad. Like, like, 
Yeah, Pentagon. So, Edon. Edon. Pentagon. Yes. Is he officially kicked out I, of the group? The last I heard, somebody had to fill me in on this because I got confused. The last I heard, so they the company was going to, Cube, I think, was going to kill their contracts. And then the pushback was terrible. So they're like, okay, we're in negotiations. And then I believe they were released from their contract. So I think they're gone. But I don't know what that means for Pentagon. I mean, I'm assuming it means that he's not in Pentagon anymore. So is Pentagon still with Cube? I guess I'm confused by all of that. I, be- I believe Pentagon is still with Cube. Because um, then, cause then, like, the day after it happened, I guess, Hyanna put up photos of her. Of them, like, the, the on, two a them on a date. And it was, it was really sweet. cool. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Pentagon. Oh, because they have a song called Shine. That's why we're always getting Yes, confused. that's why I'm always getting confused. Um, okay, I'm getting news about the Pentagon. <laughs> and I don't want to know about that. South Korea, if anybody from the entertainment industry is listening, you got to help us out. Big Bang, I can't Google Big Bang without getting the Big Bang Theory. I can't Google Pentagon without getting our Pentagon. And there was something else I Googled the other day, and I was like, this is, this is American. I'm looking for the South Korean. Oh, while you were sleeping. I was trying to look up the cast <laughs> list, and I just kept getting the American ones. Um, honestly, BTS, sometimes that happens, where it's like, I'm looking up BTS something, and it's just behind-the-scenes stuff. Yes. Although, it goes the other way for a lot of people on Twitter. We'll try to tag, like, BTS for behind-the-scenes, and then they do the official BTS hashtag, and then they get, like, the little <laughs> army symbol. Um, okay, yeah. So, they were allegedly under contractual agreement to stay single if they are performing under the label. Which, uh, ha- come on. How can you make somebody not like somebody else? I know. I, I you don't own their soul. Weird thing to have to live with. Um, we may have see. to do a whole episode on that, on the contractual things that they have to agree to. Because I don't. Uh, there's, there's a dark underbelly here sometimes. So I can't. I can't right off the bat find exactly what happened with it. I kind of lost track of that. To be Does honest, anybody know? Is, Megan's my pop culture guru. If any of our and I'm failing. Know what where that has ended. Let us know, because I'm curious. That was very confusing, wasn't it? Like That, that whole, whole situation. It escalated very quickly, too. It was like, oh, they might be dating. To Okay, now she's leaving, and he's going to get kicked out of this group. And Yeah, and they, I really don't... They didn't commit don't... murder. They're dating. Okay, on October 15th, Cube confirms her departure from the agency. So he he must have left also. Nah. I was just curious. I tried to Google. What the heck month is it? I don't even know. It's November, Megan. <laughs> Welcome what year to is it? it. Where am I? Who am Nobody I? Nobody woke happening? you up after September ended. <laughs> no, it happens to me every year. <laughs> every year. Um, All right. Anyway, yeah. How did we get to that? I was just curious of oh, what their I couldn't status remember was. like if I had like in the middle of some other conversation just like totally changed the subject. No. Um, man, now I'm really thinking about that. I'm going to see if I can find out myself and I'll get you some answers. I'm curious. Thank you. All You're right. Welcome. Should we play our game? Yes. Are you doing okay on time? Yeah. I've got 20 minutes. We can do this. 
So it was requested. This was you a were, request from as Gabriella. Gabri- Gabri- Gabe. I can't talk today. Gabriella. Gabriella. This was her request. She said BTS is like fragrances or smells. And she actually gave us her answers. And they are excellent answers. And mine are going to pale in comparison because I'm a basic lady. Like she said BTS or excuse me. BTS or got seven as smells or fragrances um, or like lotions. She was being really specific. And we decided to do BTS because we did got seven last week with trick or treaters. So this is uh, us doing just BTS as smells. She did, I think, now that I think about it, like what they would smell like or like how you would think they would smell based on what you know about them. I guess technically that's what mine is too. (laughs) Mine kind of is the same way. Kind of. Kind of. We'll see. We'll see. Um, (laughs) Do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. So oldest to youngest. Okay. BTS is smells. I had gin would be the smell of cookies right out of the oven. (laughs) Like, you walk in the house, and you're like, somebody made cookies, and they're mouth-watering. Like, you don't even have to see them, and your mouth is already watering. You can't wait to taste them. But they're always one of those things where, like, it's like a look, don't touch, because they're so pretty on the pan. And it's like, they're still super hot. You can't touch them. You got to you gotta set them aside, let them cool off for a bit, and then you can go to town. And that's kind of how my relationship with Jin has been. But also, I just think of cookies right out of the oven, and I'm like, Yeah chin yes yes I similarly thought it would be like food in general but I was thinking of like when you come home and you smell like someone has just begun the process of cooking so you can like smell garlic and olive oil and you can smell like fresh vegetables that have just been cut Mm. and it's like all the pieces of a meal and it's like very overwhelming and very natural and comforting um, but also, like, you can't eat it because it's not ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's really frustrating. Or, like, the distant smell of food where you're driving along with the windows down and you pass, with, like, a fried chicken place and you're like, oh, my God, that smells amazing. But, like, it's you're already gone. Like, you can't have it. <laughs> You've already passed it. You want so it's so just bad out of you, my reach. <laughs> it, and you, can't, you can't stop smelling it after you leave. But it's like... I'll never have that food. It's such a bummer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Yungi. I have that he is the smell like right before it rains or right oh, when it starts to rain. Yes. Very and you clean. step outside and it's like, like you just, it's just instinctual. You just take like a deep breath. Like you completely fill your lungs with the smell of that smell of like the earth being cleansed and like hydrated and brought back to life and oh that might be my favorite smell of all time but it that's just so wonderful you know it's just so wonderful me. yes um again sort of similar in that like sense of it calms me um so I said okay bear with me I said like a pain relief patch like that minty <laughs> medicated smell and I all was right. like trying to figure out why that smell came to mind as like a comforting smell and then I realized growing up my mom has like a lot of muscle pain so at night she puts on this like like liniment that smells like like mint and and I, I don't know how to explain it but it's like a medic a medicine smell but it's like very fresh and intense and she would always put it on before bed and she called it her perfume because when I would hug her good night it made me think of like going to bed 
And so it's like a super comforting, quieting smell. So I was thinking of like that, like the things you smell before you go to bed that like are comforting and like make your body relax right before you fall asleep. So I thought of that. Magical. And then I thought of like also lavender, which is also very like nighttime, like putting lavender lotion on your hands and like feeling really relaxed and calm in your body, just like calming down. So like those calming smells for me and very familiar smells. So that was like a very, very intense story to go along with me saying that he smells like medical pain relief, like icy hot. Like he smells like icy hot, but to me, that's like a wonderfully comforting smell. (laughs) That reminds me of my mother and of home. (laughs) Bizarrely specific smell, but I can see where you're going with that. You you know what I mean? Like those Mm -hmm. that smells of like as you're falling asleep the things you smell as you're falling asleep so Mm -hmm. I get that (laughs) thank god you get it (laughs) (laughs) all right J-Hope I had he smells like popcorn where again you walk oh that's such a good one or a room you don't even have to see it and you're like oh there's popcorn here that's such a good one you're cooking you're cooking it and like 20 people run down the hallway and they're like who's cooking popcorn like everybody can smell it as soon as you smell it you immediately want some And you just know it's going to be fluffy and salty and buttery and delicious. And it's all those good things. And it's also very loud. Like it's a smell (laughs) that has a sound kind of, you know. (laughs) And it's really expensive. Yes. Yes. It's like J-Hope and his fashion taste. It's real expensive. Mm -hmm. It is very expensive for for like the fact that. For what you're getting. Yeah, this is a rant about the movie theater industry. The markup on popcorn and soda is like the biggest markup in retail. But I mean it more like J-Hope is like, like always has like crazy designer stuff on. He's an expensive fella, just like Mm -hmm. popcorn. Mm -hmm. Um, I said like a cake, like, you know how you can, somebody makes a cake and then everything smells like cake and you're just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I get cake today. This is the best. Yeah. So it's like warm cake with just been frosted. I love that smell and it's like so happy and so sweet and so special where it's like, you know, it's a good day because you got cake today. That sounds so like delicious. Like a freshly baked cake. This is making me hungry. Is it supposed to make me hungry? How come no matter what the topic is, you and I are always somehow making it food related? We're like gins. We're like older <laughs> female gins. That's the nicest older, thing anyone's ever said poorer, to me. Less famous. Poor old lady <laughs> Uglier version of Ugly lady gins. <laughs> that sounds like a really fun drink that you would order at a bar. The ugly lady gin. I'll have the old fashioned gins. The old. <laughs> Unattractive gins. <laughs> Double shot, please. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta invent that drink now because I'm gonna make it for you. Uh, RM. Okay, mm-hmm. this one was the first one that came to me. I feel like RM would smell like a book, like that great Ooh, smell. Yes. Oh, I in college, I was a nerd, the best, still a nerd, but I would go to the library for hours and just like walk. And, like, sit down and just grab old textbooks and, like, comb through the pages slowly and just, like, inhale that smell. And it's not just books, but, like, if you get a brand new notebook, it's, like, that first page mm-hmm. has a smell. The and paper. It's, just, it's, like, the smell of possibilities and knowledge and potential. You don't know. Anything I could love happen. It. Anything could happen. Mm. Oh, That's I love great. That smell. I love that smell. I also love the smell of books. Mm-hmm. I love the smell of books. Like I would have been known to just like bury my face in it. Like, 
section. It smells so good. And when I grew up, my dad worked at a printing company, so he always smelled like paper, print, print, press, like paper and ink, and oh, I just love that smell. That's really yeah. nice. That's such a good smell. Yeah. Um, I said trees, and this is, I think Gabrielle and I had similar answers, um, but not like, he doesn't smell like pine, like pine scented things. He smells like being outside near pine trees, like kind of like with, with Yungi and the right before it rains, it's like the, all the best smells of nature where it's just like fresh air and crisp morning air and that like vague scent of of trees where it's just like oh everything's fine Mm -hmm. everything's fine I'm happy so I think that's what I I was thinking of him is just like that natural smell of trees I love that uh Jimin I had that he would smell like vanilla which is like my second favorite smell of all time because to me vanilla just smells like 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 an a long extended hug or warmth or summer or every you know it's just like everything is gonna be all right like the smell Mm -hmm. of vanilla to me is just soothing and calming I just think it's the best oh I love the smell of vanilla I do too I also am realizing as we talk about this that I have very basic scent knowledge because Gabrielle's were so good and detailed and specific of like she had like words like sandalwood like beautiful smells and I'm like, for Jimin, mint? <laughs> but again, not like peppermint. Like <laughs> that like sharp freshness of mint where it just smells really clean. Like really clean and fresh and simple. And so like brushing like, my teeth? <laughs> like the way brushing your teeth makes you feel. I like that. It would smell like that without smelling like overpoweringly of mint. Okay, well, not to be disgusting, but Jimin makes me feel not clean. <laughs> but I can see where you're going with that. <laughs> he smells like dirty, dirty mint. It's like a peppermint that you've like thrown on the ground and just like shoved into the dirt. You're like, oh, this mint is so much better now. I've ruined it. I don't know. I felt like he was a hard one because I can't even imagine being close enough to smell him. I mean, I would uh, like to imagine that. Man, if anybody on the off chance that anyone in our tens of listeners (laughs) has ever been close enough to smell anybody in BTS, I will pay you $10 if you send us an email and tell us what they specifically smelled like. Because I am dying to know now. Well, they've said before, like, what kind of cologne they wear. And... But that's different. Because... Yeah. There are... Your body, your pheromones, your actual smell combined with a scent will change that scent. Right. So even if Good they point. wear that Good kind point. of cologne, it will smell a little bit different on them than it would have somebody else. That's a I good point. I would just love to know what they would smell like. Hmm. Girl, me too. <laughs> me dangerous too. cavern we're this, going down. This topic, I didn't expect it to take me to places that it is taking me. <laughs> taking me to places. You, you're the one who brought up pheromones and fairness. <laughs> I take responsibility. You have to. Because <laughs> it's getting, it's getting weird. 
All right. Uh, B. This is the most specific one I have. I have that V would smell like Miss Dior Blooming Bouquet, which is my personal fragrance that I wear. It's the most expensive perfume I've ever bought for myself. <laughs> it's probably the only perfume I'll ever buy for myself. But it's that like expensive like one of a kind you only wear it on special occasions kind of sense I love the smell of that perfume and I just feel like V would just be like it would just blow you away like he would walk by and you would just have that in your head all day what he smelled like oh, that's the best when people smell mm-hmm. so good you like want to just like bury your face in their head and be like mm-hmm. um I also think he would smell kind of floral, like, but a really complex, not just like flowers, like a really complex layered smell of kind of like vanilla and, and, and I don't know smells, (laughs) flowers. It's like something very complex and kind of complicated and, and really like you have to like unpack all of the smells that come with it. But you know, in general, it's like a pleasant floral smell. I feel like the next you're just gonna be like like Clorox (laughs) oh girl you want me to go I said Axe body spray (laughs) you know what though I know exactly what that smells like but I I feel like I kind of said that as a joke because I honestly think because he said a bunch of times he's like very sensitive to smells so I think he tends to wear fragrances that are like very like floral and kind of sweet but just like as a person I just expect him to smell like manly but like not trying super hard (laughs) like like, the other thing that came to mind was like Febreze where it's like it smells clean but you know it's like lazy clean where it was like (laughs) too too lazy to actually clean so you just like spray Febreze on it (laughs) And it's fine. It's fine. It gets the job done. I mean, at least there was effort. There was effort put in there. You're like, I feel like you could have worked harder on this. (laughs) But I just, yeah, I was just like something. I I don't know. He was a hard one, too, because it's like I know the truth about him, which is that he actually cares very much about how he smells. But in my heart of hearts, I feel like he wouldn't smell like he cares very much. (laughs) What did you have for him? Um, and this was not what he would necessarily smell like, but a smell that makes me think of Jungkook. Mm-hmm. Um, bacon. Just huh. bacon. Like, yeah. you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, that's sweet. There's bacon here. And I know like, you don't love dang. bacon. But I think it's overused. I think it's overused I in our society. As a farmer's daughter, I really appreciate bacon. <laughs> and I, I like I, the smell and I like the taste. Yes. And I, I just feel like... I always feel like whenever I see bacon, whether it's like at a buffet or my mother-in-law's house, or even if my husband cooks it for breakfast some weekend, I'm always just like, you made all this for me? Like, it's like a special special. treat. Mm -hmm. And then I always feel really guilty after I consume it, but I feel like I smell like it all day. Like everybody Mm -hmm. knows I consumed all this bacon. And I kind of feel that way about JK, where it's like, I can't like him. But then if I do, I'm just like, I feel guilty all day. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. I, should not, I should not have consumed that much 
material with him in it today. He actually, he should like saying he smells like a diner is like the perfect thing. Cause you're right. It's like all the things you love and it's all kind of an indulgence and it's all very, very, very good and comforting, but then you will never stop smelling it until mm-hmm. you change your clothes. Like it is all encompassing and will change your life for yes. that day specifically for but that day is, for that hour until you right leave. for like and then it, you go outside so you can like walk yogi. around for a while. smell that yeah. fresh scent of rain then you're like now Perfect. my life has changed <laughs> not me somehow that diner smell just clings to me forever <laughs> just like grease and oil and meat <laughs> like gasoline and Does gasoline remind it. you of gasoline <laughs> yes the fresh smell of gasoline <laughs> It's like I, I have no idea. <laughs> He's I can't. Who knows? I, who knows? I literally couldn't even like pretend to know to guess what Jungkook would smell like. I bet it smells great though. I bet it is a good smell. Here's the thing. The other I, one I kept thinking was like sweat, but like not in a bad way, in a like mm-hmm. just like a dude way. I don't right. know. Uh. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Like, I've known you for a very long time. I've hugged you so many times. I couldn't tell you what you smell like. I feel like, I same with you, I don't really have a scent. Occasionally, I'll put on a fragrance, but I feel like most of the stuff I wear just wears off by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it, I'm kind of done with it. I use, like, all the lotions that I use are like mint and herb kind of things, like mint rosemary or whatever, because I like a really light smell but um also as I age I feel like like you said like your hormones make smell things smell different on you and I feel like mm-hmm. now I'm more aware of the way things smell on me and I like don't like it so I don't wear perfume as much look at us as always this becomes a contemplation of aging <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last time I got my hair dyed my stylist was like oh your hormones are weird and it's not taking the dye like it used to. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> my hair is now rejecting hair dye. Cool. Well, I had my, I had my, I had a wisdom. I'm going to get my wisdom teeth out. Apparently I'm not very happy about it, but I had my I'm consultation so today. And the first thing he said, no, keep in mind, this guy's like almost 70 and he walks in the room. I have not even met him yet. And the first thing he says is, well, you know, people, of your age. <laughs> and I was like, have I reached that part of my life now where mm-hmm. every conversation is going to start with people of your people age? People of your age. What oh. is happening? I got mine out last two years, two years ago. God, time flies. But it was the same thing when I walked in there, like, you know, you're typically people do this when they're 19. And it's like, well, typically I would have, if someone had told me that. <laughs> same here. But Why no did you one wait to did. tell me till I was in my 30s? I didn't no one raised this. any concerns about this until <laughs> I was straight up 29 years old. And now you're like, oh, you better hurry. Those things are going to kill you. It's, like, <laughs> it's not like I haven't been coming to the dentist. No one's ever expressed concern before. And then suddenly it's like, you're, you're basically dead. And then it's like, again, zero to 60, where they're like, you need to get these out. Or, yeah, you'll like, be it's a- like raging we need to take the them out now right yeah. now they have to go now and i want to know okay again evolution how come we still have them if everybody's getting this, just like evolution if we're all shaving our legs why are we still getting hair on our legs 
if you don't want us, okay, appendixes, why do we still have those? Because they just explode. Tonsils. Tonsils. Everybody just ends up getting those out. Don't serve any stupid purpose. Wisdom Your wisdom teeth. teeth. Which apparently can kill you. <laughs> like, come on. We need answers, universe. <laughs> What's going on with our bodies? They're terrible. They're still terrible. Why did you take drama fever away from us? Bad. We're not okay. <laughs> we have a lot going on. So I guess I'm going to hop on your um, question then. And I will be out of commission for a couple of days. In a couple of weeks, I'm just going to go in and get all this taken care of, I guess. And I um, <laughs> the most promising thing ever came out of his mouth of, you should expect to be very sore and extremely swollen in your face. And I'm like, I'm already swollen in my face, man. Well, does he mean like more than the average person for some reason? I think so. They got to do Why? a lot of digging. It's like in, in there. So anyway, I will need recommendations because I am hoping to be highly medicated and on the couch for a while. So if anybody has any show recommendations, please let us know. I think we, as a group, fellow friends out there, we can all come together and compile a list of things for Becca to watch. We'll work and you, on it. you need new things to work on. So yeah. Truth. Very true. So anyway. My earbud is dying. So, Megan, do you want oh, to take okay. us out of here? <laughs> yes. As always, everyone, we want to hear from you. You can email us at Megan at NuniaBusiness.com, Becca at NuniaBusiness.com. Find us on social media, Twitter at NuniaBusiness, Facebook at NuniaBusiness. You can also find us on YouTube or NuniaBusiness. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, uh, iTunes. Please leave us a review. Send your feedback. We want to know what you're watching, what you're listening to. And we hope to hear from you this week. And soon, oh, Stitcher. Oh, oh. I think our application also. is finally accepted. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yay. It worked. Yay. Thanks for doing that. Also, check out our sponsor, whoarted.com, who-arted.com. That's A-R-T-E-D. That's our podcast sponsor. Yay. Almost wrapped. Um, I have no idea what episode this is. This is 39. 39? So I do this every time. I should really look it up. So I anyway. Like, I'll look it up too, but I didn't. So whether this is your first episode, and I'm just going to guess since they are 39th episode, we are so thankful you're here. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you for fangirling with us. We love each and every single one of you. 39 Everybody is right. Everybody starts their emails to us saying like, I'm so sorry to bother you. Or I'm, I, you know, I, I don't mean to email. And it's like, that's what we like. So don't apologize. Please email or, us. Or like for those people who want to write like, not to be weird about this. It's like, no, be weird. Be weird. <laughs> we like weird. Please uh, bring on the weird. I told Megan, like, I don't want to get, I don't want to be like in the, the area of TMI. And Megan was like, it's always N E I, not enough information. It's never, it's enough never information. too much. No, you so cannot, you jump cannot, in, guys. Up. Yeah. Guys and gals, come talk to us. So, anyway, yeah, thank you so much. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye.